0: Welcome back to another installment of the Only Film Fans podcast. Grab something cold to drink and something greasy to munch on because in this episode we are discussing movie villains that we like and we may even root for sometimes. My name is Trace and I am one of three hosts for this podcast. My YouTube channel is Pierce Productions and I am joined by a man that if you say his name three times he will appear, Jared from Jared Talk Cinema. We are missing our third host, Brad, for this episode. But we do have a very, very special guest with us. He wishes he could chat longer, but he's having an old friend for dinner. Dan from the Upside Dan. <laughs> do you guys get both those references? Yes, oh,
1: yes. Yes. Okay. yes, I like that a lot.
2: <laughs> I think Brad was killed by one of these villains we're about to talk about.
0: Well, maybe <laughs> Brad was the one that Dan's having for dinner oh dan is so supposed not to us, huh, dan? dan is supposed to be hannibal lecter that's why brad wasn't answering his phone Ooh. maybe <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh jared why don't you run down the topic for today because we only have one thing to talk about right
2: that's right yeah so we have a very interesting topic to talk about today which is that we're going to be talking about movie villains That we like and are sympathetic to, and why that's the case. So there's a lot of choices for this topic. So it should be very interesting.
0: Yes, I think it is going to be very interesting. Before we dive into that, I was wondering if it was okay if we do two things. One, I want to talk to Dan a little bit about his his movie YouTube channel, and then two, if we could spend like five minutes talking about the Super Mario casting. Like before we start talking about the villains, I think that would be fun. Also.
1: Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm Dan from the Upside Dan. Uh, I love to do movie reviews mostly, um, but I love to do skits within them a lot of times. And I, am I really, I like have a creative mind and I really just like to let that go wild on my YouTube channel. So I have some good things coming up, but, um, lately I've been covering, like I covered cop shop as well as, uh, dies of Tammy Faye, which is not one I'd usually go see, but it was good. Um, I did a Black Widow spoiler review with an unboxing of the Target exclusive edition and um, slowly covering what if. I've only done two of the seven episodes or whatever so far. But um, I have some skits with those as well. But yeah, I just love talking. I love Marvel. So I love talking Marvel. Harry Potter, uh, which I've done some 40X reviews on Harry Potter lately.
0: So yeah. (laughs) How long have you been doing your movie channel? Because I mean, you have only been chatting back and forth for only a couple months so
1: yeah um so actually in two days it'll be my year since i've posted my first video yeah so uh the two days from recording this so it's um yeah so that's really cool
0: congratulations thank you
2: happy anniversary
0: thank you yeah my one year will be on october 18th i think so Uh, a couple more weeks something like that nice it's so crazy to me watching the first video you did and then the ones that you're doing now. And you can clearly see like, like such a jump in like production design. Like, you know, I, I watched one of my earlier videos a couple of days ago and I'm sitting there I'm like, wow, like, dang, like compared to what I do now, like, I don't know. And even, and and even then, like, you know, the, the videos I make aren't the best. I work with what I got, but they've gotten better.
2: Don't sell yourself short, man.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, totally though. Every, yeah, we've all gotten better, I think. Everyone that started. You know, we started kind of around the same time or we're in the same kind of group of the film fan community.
0: Yeah, yeah. Jared, how long you been doing it again?
2: Uh, it was like end of July is when I posted my first video.
0: Okay, so, so you're you're over here.
2: Yeah. Just try, Yeah, just a little bit over.
0: Nice. Awesome. Well, uh, like, I mean, if we have a couple minutes to talk about the Super Mario casting, um, <laughs> I, I just think, I don't know, they came out, the casting came out a couple days ago, I thought that, you know, since it's still a little bit fresh in everyone's minds, it could be fun to discuss, like, I mean, the movie is coming out in only a year, or a little, I mean, a year and some change, so that means that this movie like the idea was already pitched and got in development like a couple months ago and we didn't know about it unless something came out before that i may have missed but i didn't know the amaro movie was coming out
2: yeah man i uh i actually don't know anything about this movie i actually don't know the casting so it's kind of new for me so i'm excited to hear
0: oh so we're gonna gonna break the the news to you
2: yeah you are gonna break the news to me
0: nice
1: yeah um, i did hear about the casting i don't know if i've heard of this movie before that though yeah so me neither Um, illumination though is not a great studio so i don't
2: illumination oh jesus
0: (laughs) you you guys don't like despicable me
1: so that's their best yes i think the despicable me movies not minions the despicable me movies are pretty good but everything else i just haven't been the biggest fan of um i liked their grinch better the second time i watched it uh it was okay oh i forgot they did that
2: (laughs) How how about that secret life of pets man I wasn't thrilled with it to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like it either. Oh my god.
0: You know what I was surprised by though? I didn't love it, but I was surprised by it was the first Sing. Yet I actually have
1: not seen Sing yet.
0: Um but the trailers made it look good. But so the second one coming out, I don't know about that one. It looks kind of silly, but you know what? I also thought the first one looked silly until I watched it and it was cute. It was it was actually okay. It's kind of charming. So I don't know, um, but Dan, do you remember? Do you remember the casting without looking it up, or do you need a second to look it up? Oh
1: no! Um, well, I, I'm, I'm on my phone right now, so um. Are you able but-
0: to break the news to Jared of who's playing Mario? Do you yes. Remember? Okay.
1: Yes. All right. I'm excited. We'll <laughs> so uh, Mario is going to be played by Chris Pratt.
2: Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I can kind of see that a little
1: bit. I remember some others, too. If You were, or you can say whatever. Um,
0: uh, I don't know if you guys watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but that's one of my favorite shows. Charlie Day <laughs> is going to be Luigi. Do you recognize yeah. him? Jared, do you recognize Charlie Day from nah, Pacific Rim? Name, but, uh, horrible Bosses, Always Sunny in Philadelphia.
1: Fist Fight, if you saw that.
0: Fist Fight.
2: Mm, nah. nah I, if he, name, but I couldn't put a face to it.
0: If you saw his face, then maybe you would. Uh, Dan, do you remember who's going to be Princess Peach?
1: Yeah, Anya Tyler- Taylor-Joy, um, who I love her. Uh,
0: yeah, I love really. her too, yeah.
2: Holy shit, that's pretty... Uh, that just seems like a little bit below her pay grade.
0: Uh, I don't know, man. I, I think that that's going to be a pretty good um, choice, and she's super hot right now, especially with like the Queen's Gambit a couple months ago and all that stuff. So, so... whoever whatever casting agent booked her probably got a raise <laughs> uh,
2: this is animator right illumination and all kinds yeah of stuff. Yeah. So, okay. yeah okay yeah that's, that's what i
0: thought okay and then uh bowser this was like at first when i saw it i like squinted but then i thought about it and i was like you know what no this is perfect uh dan do you remember bowser
1: yes um uh, um yes but I, well, I think i do i remember okay. a few of the uh, i can't remember if it's you know so yeah, keep going. Um, I'll,
0: I'll help you out. Jack Black is going to be Bowser. Yeah.
2: <laughs> if anything, I thought he would be Mario.
0: Mm, I like the idea of Chris Pratt being Mario more than Jack Black, but Jack Black as Bowser, I think, is going to be awesome. And then we have Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Yeah. <laughs> he's <laughs> been doing a lot. Sense. He's been doing a lot more voice acting than he has like actual acting, and he's been doing a lot of producing lately. And then Keegan Michael Key is going to be the Toad. Yeah. And Fred Armisen is going to be Cranky Kong.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, he's from uh, Saturday Night Live, is what I mainly know him from. Yeah. So yeah, what do you what do you think as of the uh, cast?
1: Jared.
2: Huh. That is a. Very interesting cast for sure. I right, some of those actors I would not have guessed, like Chris Pratt, Anya Taylor Joy, I think is the most surprising one. Like uh it just seems that like she does more like artsy projects than that. So it's definitely a little bit surprising on that front.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that on Anya Anya Taylor Joy. She does do like more, um, like she'll be in late last night at Soho, yep. later this year. Uh, she was in Split, which is a little bit not artsy, but it's so a good movie. Uh but yeah, no, I I agree Uh I thought that was an odd i'm excited though for that i if i watch it i don't
0: know i think split kind of like because she did the witch right before split and i think like for the witch a lot of people that are like hardcore that watch movies like us paid attention to her but then when she did split that was more of like a widespread general audience thing and i think that that movie helped her like kind of like break out to the general public so So uh, Jared, why don't you go ahead and kick us off with our main topic for today, and we're going to be pretty much talking about this next topic for the whole entire time.
2: Yeah, so like I said before, there's like a lot of characters that can meet this criteria, and like the character that I'm going to be talking about, at least the main one I'll talk about, uh, I was almost kind of nervous to talk about this character just because like this character kind of has a bit of a bad rep, like he's a... a lot of people say he's an incel and i despise those people but i actually don't think that he qualifies as one so i feel he was okay to mention um i'm going with arthur fleck from joker 2019 uh, he Ledger's joker qualifies too but he's not as likable in like the actual liking the character like, you like him as a villain but I, arthur fleck i feel is a character that you actually like as a person you know because he's a character that like right from the beginning of the movie he is completely beat down by society in the opening scene quite literally And he's a character that, like, you totally, what he does, of course, is very, very wrong. Like, murdering people on live television and starting riots is not a good thing to do. But you totally get why he does it, though. Like, in the whole big scene there at the end where he's on the talk show, and he's talking about why, like, you know, kind of, like, how bad society is to some people and, like, how people are mistreated, all kinds of stuff. And the whole movie, he just keeps getting being down and being down and being down. And you actually feel bad for him. Like, when you watch the movie, you're like, wow, I kind of feel bad for this guy. Like, I never thought I would say that about the Joker. But he actually, like, he's gotten shit on all over the place. It really sucks for him. You know, I, I totally get why he would snap. But he's actually, like, a nice person, too. Like, up its, like, through most of the movie, he's actually, like, a nice person. Like, he doesn't go out of his way to hurt anyone. He's, like, nice to people and stuff. Like, he's, like, a good dude. That's why I say I like him as a character, like, from a sympathetic, like, friendly point of view as well as some other villains, so that's the main reason I'm talking about him, but, like, yeah, I feel he's a fantastic villain, because it really shows how even, like, a nice, good person like that could really fall, and so I think that he's definitely a good choice for, like, a likable sympathetic villain.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, I I wanted to pick him also, but I figured someone else would, would snag him, so I stayed away from it, and, you know, I guess I can see into the future, but... Yes, you can you know, the thing about Arthur Fleck as the Joker and getting that like origin of his background is he was a likable guy in the beginning. And, you know, like the bus scene, he's being friendly with the kids and, you know, stuff like that. And society just broke him down. And like his plan was to never go on the Murray show and kill him. Like his plan was, he idolized him, you know, he loved him and, you know, stuff like that. But it was society it drove him mad and it broke him down and he felt betrayed and that's how we got the character at the end of the joker is because of everything he had to go through but he didn't start off that way
2: Mm-hmm. exactly he also has some mental issues as well so i feel that kind of adds to his sympathy a little bit because like he can't help yeah. it, obviously I don't think it really with, ever explains what he has, but like, obviously there are things that are going on that he can't control that also kind of makes him do what he does.
0: Within the first three or four minutes of the film, you're thinking, oh man, because remember he's doing the sign in the very beginning and then those kids mm-hmm. take a sign yeah. and he's running after them because it's his job to have that sign and then they smack him with it. And it breaks, and they beat the crap out of him. And he was just doing—he was just doing his job, like. And he got blamed for that too. And And he he got blamed for it, yeah. Yeah, Within the first. Pay
2: for the signs, like get the the fuck out of here, dude.
0: Within the first four minutes, you're thinking, Jesus Christ, this guy. Like, I feel fucking bad for him.
2: Exactly. So I think he's a great villain for sure.
0: Yeah, he is a really good villain.
1: Uh, That I really liked that movie. I I agree with everything you guys are saying because it's like the mental health issues adds to our sympathy for him. And it's it's almost like not he didn't have a choice obviously but like he just snapped. But yeah, no, I, I agree with that choice. I, I like that. Um, it's um, Thanos. I think he had a good, <laughs> um, he had a good idea. Like I love him as a villain, and I think he's a really good, probably one of the best MCU villains. But um, he had a, like a good point, even though he went by he went about it the wrong way. But like he just wanted everyone to have enough resources for like not to be poor, you know, and yeah, he, he decimated half the universe, and that wasn't a good way to go about it, uh, which, that was funny, and what if, um, with the episodes, yeah. <laughs> uh, he was in, it was funny, as, um, he was he getting,
2: like,
1: yeah. yeah, he was getting, like, teased for it, too, like, teased that he had that thought, uh, so, yeah, Thanos, I think, would be my, uh, pick for number, for number one, if I had to reign,
0: yeah so i i didn't really rank mine either but since jared picked a number one now that i'm looking at my list i have honestly i have like 10 people on my list but one like is standing out in like neon lights right now for me and i'm I'm building it up too much scarface tony montana the whole movie i haven't seen it Oh my goodness, what? Oh good, I haven't seen it yet either. Oh, okay.
2: What? It's, it's Neither of you have it's very seen much it? It's very oh, much I know. On I,
1: it's on oh. my list. I I think I own it.
0: I own it. Um, you own it and you haven't seen it. Oh my <laughs> goodness, my mind is about to explode. <laughs> it was really cheap
1: for
2: Black Friday, so I got it. Yeah.
0: Oh, I can't even really talk about it then. I mean, I, the whole movie... You were
2: hyping it up, man. I'm so
0: sorry. Oh man, <laughs> dude. The whole movie is... He even though he thinks he's doing good in the world, just like Thanos, he is ultimately the bad guy. You know, you guys know the premise of Scarface uh, centering around him becoming a drug lord. Like, that's not a spoiler. You guys already knew that. Everyone knows that. So, you know, drug lords aren't necessarily ever the good guys. So I figured that this was a pretty good choice for the bad guy. But the whole movie is just him, you know, killing people, making these decisions And at the end, he's he thinks that he's on top and, you know, everything kind of crumbles. I really I can't really discuss too much more because I don't want to give away key scenes that you guys haven't seen. Uh, Obviously, everyone knows, you know, say hello to my little friend, but that really doesn't have anything to do with like him as a villain as a plot. That's just probably the most famous scene and line from the whole movie. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Scarface would be my number one out of the list that I'm looking at right now. So I can't really delve. I don't. I don't want to delve more into it without you guys have seen it, seeing it. It's yeah. blown my mind though.
1: I know. I'll see it eventually. It's a long it's movie. It's like
2: Scarface on us.
1: That's yeah. <laughs>
0: like two and a half hours long though.
1: That's another reason I'm not. It's harder for me to sit down and watch a long movie. That's fine though. Like I mean, like a three-hour
0: or more movie. But the movie's so good, you don't, it's like Wolf of Wall Street. You don't notice how long it is. Like, once you start the movie, you're invested and you really don't notice the runtime. There's a couple movies where, like, you know, you look at your watch a couple times, but this isn't one of them.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: So, okay. Well, since we can't really discuss that one, Jared, do you have a couple that were below your number one that we can? Well, let's
2: hear what Dan says first. He hasn't gone yet.
0: Okay. Well, so, yeah, no, he picked Thanos, but yeah, go again.
2: He did. Oh my God, sorry, it's been a long morning. I'm sorry. Folks. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay, I'll I'll pick some. Um, what I'm thinking of is definitely a Belloc from our Raiders of the Lost Ark, because in terms of like personality wise, that guy's definitely villain. Like he's not a good person at all. But I feel he's really interesting contrast to Indiana Jones. Like they both want the exact same thing, which I think is really interesting. Except that like. Indiana Jones goes about it from a more like historical, like preservation point of view, while Belloc is straight up just greedy. But then also like, um but then like, there's that whole scene where he kind of confronts him in the uh in the desert. He's got the bazooka, and Belloc pretty much calls him on his shit. He's like, "Yo, I know you want this exact same thing I do, so put that shit down, bro." And then he actually listens to him too. Like he knows him so well. And yeah, I just think that he's a very he's not like. I think the greatest villain of all time but just like in terms of the whole like comparing the hero to the villain I think he's a really good choice for that
1: yeah that's a good pick that's a good pick I have to re-watch the Indiana Jones movies I have watched them in so long as a matter of fact the fourth one might have been the last one I've seen in and that was like in theaters
0: oh wow was <laughs> a while was ago yeah yeah <laughs> 2007 wow yeah um I I I mean, I don't want to be judgmental because that's your pick, but I personally, I can't see it from that point of view that you have, because I didn't ever sympathize with him. I never was rooting for that character. I always wanted Indy to whip him in the face. And it's a very interesting choice. I'll just, I'll give you that. And you're coming, you're coming with it with a more of an open mindset than I, than I am.
2: Well yeah, like I said, he's not likable or sympathetic like that. I just mean in terms of like being an interesting villain.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
2: And like with that comparison to the hero, I feel that kind of makes him and even that somewhat makes him a little bit not only say sympathetic, but like how he kind of wants the same thing Indy does. There's a
0: there's a common a interest.
2: Sympathy. Yeah, a yeah, com- There's a common there. interest. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: What do you got, Dan? Anything else?
1: Yeah. Um so this is more, it's a, it's an interesting one. I'm going to say Cruella from the new like live action one, but if you think about it, it's really only, because she's not really that much of a villain in the movie. Have you guys seen the new one?
0: No, I haven't um, seen it. It's, it's on actually, my list.
1: They kind of make her, okay, you know, not a villain. villain. Um, I don't want to give much away. That's fine. Um, so it's like, because of what we know about her, that's why she's easy to root for in this one, because she was a villain, you know, from what we know about her from previous um, iterations of Cruella so, but then in this one she's not horrible
0: yeah I need to I need to watch that my grandmother is in love with that movie she's seen it seven times already she oh my yeah my grandmother <laughs> loves that movie I don't know why it, I mean it must be good if she can watch it seven times so
2: <laughs> yeah that was actually my big issue I had with that movie is I feel she wasn't a villain and I feel she wasn't the same character and yeah I'm- that no, that was disappointing to me, but I mean, like as a character, she wasn't bad. Just that level of disappointment was just my issue with it.
1: Yeah, she could have been anyone. Like they could have just made another movie, not Cruella, you know. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. That that was a big. Yeah, I, I didn't. It didn't bother me that much, but, but yeah. Um, I mean, Disney's doing that though with like Maleficent. I didn't like the Maleficent movies, but um, they're like making them kind of good.
0: Well. They're supposed to be making another Cruella because I guess the studio was happy with the first one. So maybe she'll be more of the character we remember from 101 Dalmatians.
1: That's, yeah, that's what I tell people. Like, maybe there's going to be a trilogy and
0: throughout it, she's going to get worse, you know? Kind of like Walter White in Breaking Bad. Each season, he just gets worse. Yeah. So my next two picks, since we're going one by one, that's fine. But my next two picks, I'm just giving you guys a heads up they're not even human so (laughs) the first one that i'm going to throw out there is the t-rex from jurassic park (laughs) (laughs) so uh you definitely are clapping and rooting for the t-rex at the end when they when they save when uh she saves everyone from the raptors and stuff and you know i i'm gonna argue that the t-rex is a villain you know uh everyone's running from her. She, you know, she's eating people, destroying the park. So yeah, I think that the T Rex is a villain, even though it's not a human.
1: Yeah, no, that's a good point. And even in Jurassic World, it's kind of the same, like you're and rooting for him to fight against the anonymous Rex.
0: True. Mm-hmm. Yes, I yeah. forgot all about that. Yes. Yeah.
1: Jurassic Park's my favorite, my favorite
0: movie. So- oh, Jurassic, the first Jurassic Park is your favorite?
1: it's it's probably my favorite movie yeah i love it yeah
0: it's oh i didn't know that for me it's probably it would probably be in like a top 50 if i made a top 50 yeah <laughs> jared you got another one
2: yeah so um hmm this, this is kind of a spoiler because this character isn't really revealed to be a villain until like the final scene so hopefully, I mean, I won't spoil in case you guys haven't seen it. I'll save the movie first, so I'll give it away. Um, have you guys seen Memento?
0: Yes. Yeah. No, but the thing about spoilers that I know that movie's from the early 2000s, right? 2000, exactly. Okay, yeah. so, like, I know everyone has different definitions of spoilers, but if a movie's from, like, 15-plus years ago, like, I think the spoiler thing gets thrown right out the window. So...
2: Well, uh, you don't want the spoiler for you, trust me. So I'll go. I, I want else. it. I can.
0: I'm a big boy. You can give it to me.
2: Uh, uh, all right, fine. All right. Anyone who's listening to this, if you haven't seen Memento, go watch it because it's really, really good. It's one of my favorite Nolan movies. But um, the main protagonist of that movie is this dude, Larry, played by Guy Pierce. And the whole time you think he's the protagonist, and I guess like from the point of view of the story, he is. But he's also very much a villain, which is revealed in the final scene. Because basically, at the end of Memento. Because the whole point, the whole plot of Memento is that Larry was in an accident where he he can't form new memories. He, he remembers everything before said accident, but he can only remember things for just a couple of minutes at a time after it happens. And his wife was killed in this accident. And he's kind of conditioned himself to remember that his wife is dead. So he knows that. And it's kind of his mission in life to find and kill the person that killed his wife. It's revealed at the end of the movie that I don't remember all the details, it's been a while since I've seen it, but basically Larry. It's in the very final, because the whole movie is told out of order, too. Like, some scenes go forward in time, and then some scenes go backwards in time. At the end of the movie, kind of meets in the middle. And so you now we'll the details, and he's just like, basically, it's, re- he, it's revealed to the audience that I think Larry is actually the one who killed his wife, kind of sort of by mistake, if I remember correctly. But even more so than that, though, is that they killed the guy who was involved with the attack on Larry. They killed him, like, a year ago. And literally this dude who was Larry's friend kind of just didn't really he didn't kind of push it because he wanted Larry to be happy. But Larry, however, kind of wanted his life to have meaning. And so he basically, he tore up evidence that he had essentially to reveal that, um, to, make it, to make himself think that he hadn't killed the guy. And so basically a shit ton of innocent people have been killed for the last year or so. And Larry is conscious that these people are innocent, at least at first, until he forgets. But he's basically manipulating evidence to make it look like innocent people are guilty. And then he kills them to make himself feel better, essentially. Which is really messed up. And it's the whole movie, you feel really bad for this guy. Like, he was in an accident, his wife was killed, he can't form memories. But at the end of the movie, like, this guy's kind of a piece of shit. (laughs) Like, he's killed so many people. And at the end of the movie, he kills his friend, like this guy who's been helping him the whole time. The whole time, you think he's a villain because that's what the evidence looks like. But it's revealed that Larry actually kind of faked that shit and he kills this innocent man, too. This guy that we've been following this whole time. And it's really messed up. So. You still feel a little bit of sympathy for him because of what he's gone through. He's a very interesting character because, like I said, you don't even really know this about him until the end. But at the end, he's borderline a serial killer almost. Honestly, like he's just give himself to give himself meaning. He's on purpose killing innocent people, and he just keeps forgetting it, so he doesn't even really know that he's doing it. So, kind of a bad person, but he's a really interesting villain for sure. And a lot of people will say he's not a villain, but I think that he qualifies from that final scene.
0: Dan, you've seen the movie. Do you think he's a villain or no? Yeah,
1: um, I have to watch it again. It's been a while, Uh, but it's a good movie. It's um, I do, yeah, definitely with the end, you know, reveals and everything. I could definitely see him as a villain. Yeah, because he's yeah, he's killed a lot of people.
2: Yeah, he's like a secret villain.
0: Yeah. Well, those are the best ones. Mm -hmm. All right, Dan, you're up again. Do you have a Do you have a third pick?
2: Yeah. Um.
1: So it's more that just the actor's so good and you know you, you get to know of it um Hannibal Lecter I think
0: <laughs> I was gonna pick him
1: yeah no. and I just think Anthony Hopkins does so well and the tv show Mads Mickelson does an amazing job portraying him as well um and but in yeah in Science of the Lambs and the other I've seen the other Hannibal movies as well but um they're not as good as Science of the Lambs but um Science of the Lambs is another one of my favorites I um You just get to know him more, even though he he doesn't have that much screen time, actually. But he's just an interesting character, and he's played well by
2: Anthony Hopkins.
0: I am so happy that you picked him.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That was his, uh, his calling card there at the beginning.
0: The same way that Darth Vader steals all the scenes in Star Wars is the same way Anthony Hopkins does it in Silence of the Lambs. Because Darth Vader, I could be wrong, but there's only like... I don't know, like 12 minutes or something of his screen time in that movie in Star Wars. In the same way with Hannibal Lecter, like he really doesn't have a lot of screen time in this movie, but the way they use him makes it feel like he has a bigger presence than he actually does.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah.
0: And like people, like Buffalo Bill is the main villain, but people remember Hannibal more than they do Buffalo Bill, even though Buffalo Bill is supposed to be the main villain. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So uh, that's a very good pick. I definitely can't argue against that. And now I'm even like, I'm twice as happy that I picked the beginning that I did for you. And and, like, that's such a weird coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the next one up for me, like I said earlier, I'm doing two non-humans in a row. So my next non-human that... There's only one scene in the movie, and I'll tell you after we start discussing it, there's only one scene in the movie where I'm kind of like, fuck you. But the rest of the movie is golden for me. The shark from Jaws.
2: Oh, my God. (laughs) It's two Spielberg monsters. Yeah, back to back. There we go. Yeah.
0: (laughs) He knows how to do uh, monsters. Yeah. So the only scene in Jaws that I don't like, uh, I can't be on his side of the shark. But you know what? A shark's a shark. He doesn't know the difference is when uh, Pippet, the black dog, yeah. uh, when the owner's playing fetch, and then you never see the dog die, but the dog doesn't come back up with the stick and the owner's looking yeah. for him. So you're like, you you know. That's the only yeah. scene in the movie where I'm like, dude, no. But other than that, kill the kid, do it. That's cool with me. Kill the naked <laughs> chick in the beginning, that's cool. Yeah. Kill, kill, the, uh, kill the crew of, I can't even remember the name of the boat. Yeah. Uh. I can't, I can't remember. That's gonna kill me. Anyway, kill the crew the on the name. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, kill the crew on the orca. Do it. That's cool. Um, that yeah, shark's a shark. That's cool for me. Uh, the only downside is him eating the dog, but he doesn't know what a dog is. So yeah, yes.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: I mean, he's a villain for the movie, but like, he's just a creature. He is. But okay, it's a villain. He's malicious intent yeah and yeah, it, like exactly.
0: as soon as he eats that girl skinny dipping in the beginning i'm like all right like i always get help i'm like all right let's get it let's go and isn't Dang. that what we're discussing is villains that you root for
2: yeah <laughs> it kind of blows my mind that you put a dog above a child but hey you do know, you, you do you man. High <laughs> Uh, all
0: right let's move on to uh jared's next one
2: so my next one is a character that he's not likable from like a, I mean you like him because he's you know what he he's interesting, but he's not like likable in terms of like the you feel bad for him sense. he's not sympathetic. But I do think that he actually is somewhat relatable in a kind of a weird way. And I'm going with Lewis Bloom from Nightcrawler, Jake Joan Hall's character. So first of all, Joan Hall, I still feel should have won the Oscar that year. I think it's a crime he wasn't nominated, but uh so very well-acted character, first of all. But basically, um the, way, the reason I'm saying he's relatable is because he's someone that I feel a lot of people, myself included, can relate to, which is that he's just a guy who is just going out trying to live life and make he's money. He's hustling
0: to this. make money. He's hustling. Yeah,
2: exactly. That's what I'm doing now. I got to start a new job. I'm got to go do some stuff after this. you know. just he's just got there trying to live his best life and make money and do stuff. And he goes about it in a really, really bad way, but like, I can relate to that in some way. I'm like, okay, I, I get that. That's why he's doing this. And um, also because like I've mentioned before, I was a film major in college, so all the camera stuff. I mean, I would never do a job like that because that's just despicable, like filming people who are like in distress and stuff. It's really messed up. But in terms of the whole like film thing of him like using camera stuff for his job, that's also kind of relatable. And there are some people that I knew from school that I would not put that shit past them. I'll be uh, I'll be completely honest. So um, yeah, I think he's a somewhat relatable character in kind of a dark way. He's a very interesting character, and you don't root for him but like you kind of root for him just because of what he, you just want to see what's going to happen you know from like a kind of a dark point of view like how's this all this going to play out and he gets away with it too like he's kind of a smart guy like he he beats everybody and at the end it just implies that he's just going to keep doing it and get worse and worse so yeah i think he's a great character and a great villain for sure
1: yeah that's that's a good pick that was a good movie i just watched it last year i think
0: yeah <laughs> so good yeah I saw that in theaters. I need to rewatch it. Um, I've only seen it twice before. Do you own it, Jared?
2: Oh, I sure do. <laughs> I was just watching it a couple of weeks ago, actually. Um, when you were talking to me on the phone about your old job, I think I watched it right after that. Oh, <laughs> after really? i talking, yeah. So it was just in the last couple of weeks, yeah.
0: That's funny. Yeah, I knew I knew one of you guys, or if not Brad, was going to also pick pick a Nightcrawler. I knew that was coming too, so I left that one out. So. So this character is also, he's really annoying
1: and he's, but um Draco Malfoy, I think from Harry Potter. Um, Cause I think in the end it redeems him. He didn't, he didn't wanna uh, kill Dumbledore. He didn't want, uh, and there's actually actually deleted scene where he helps Harry when Harry's pretending to be dead and Harry's holding him or, and then Harry drops him. I guess there's a deleted scene where Draco passes him a wand. He, you know, he didn't want to be part of the Voldemort's army and everything. He, uh, yes, he was a little snobby in like the beginning movies, especially, and he's a little stuck up. But he, I don't know, I i, I think that he could have had a really good redemption arc. And I don't know, I, I kind of root for him at the end.
0: Yeah, the, the thing about him being like snobby and stuff in the beginning is like he's 11 year old, like he's supposed to be like 11 in the beginning. Like, yeah, come on, 11 year olds are they can be like that sometimes, especially when you got your two buddies behind you kind of hyping you up which is i i can't remember his friend's names but they're with him like crab and yeah. goyle they're with him the whole entire series and they're always like hyping him up and stuff and you know and i i can get your point and you do see a little bit of a progression throughout the, the movies
1: yeah and plus he has a dad like that and his dad's
0: like and he, yeah. yeah so he has a dad like that too so i definitely see where you're coming from with picking him as as your villain that you kind of sympathize for or root for, or just like in general.
2: Yeah. Yeah. For the first like five installments, he's a little shit, but then like once he gets to <laughs> Half-Blood Prince, he's, um, he's a lot better in Half-Blood Prince because if, also I don't know if you've read the books, but the books, it goes into it a lot more too. How like, um yeah, like the whole thing with Half-Blood Prince, this whole story arc, you actually do feel kind of bad for him because like the Malfoy's are kind of the short end of the stick and this whole punishment is he has to kill Domodore which Voldemort knows that he can't do. And so he's setting him up on, to fail on purpose and it's like yeah you know you, you feel kind of bad for him like he's super overwhelmed about the whole thing and then like yeah he's he's not really like when when the gang gives the malfoy manor he's not really trying to sell them out like you can tell he feels kind of bad about the position and i think it's kind of implied yeah his childhood too his folks are his folks were racist and he kind of just picked up on that it's not like his his own natural thoughts it's kind of what he was born into so you gotta feel a little bad about him from his prejudice point of view for that. And then I think it's implied at the end that he will be a better person. Not necessarily that he and Harry will ever be friends, but I do think that he's gonna have a more open mind about like, you know, the world and stuff once the series is over.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um and even his mom wasn't exactly like his dad. You know, she she wanted to know that Draco was okay at the, at the in the Forbidden Forest and all yeah. that. Yes, yeah, so, was and then they just kind of ran away. I think Lucius was just the worst of them.
2: But even he didn't really care that much at the end, too. Like, at the end, they don't even care about the battle. They just care about their kids. You know, they don't even care who wins at that point. His folks are definitely worse. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah, like, the whole (laughs) Malfoy family isn't as bad as the series comes to a close.
0: So for my next one, I'm going to give you guys the quote. And hopefully you guys recognize the quote, like, within the first couple words. If you don't, then I'm probably going to, get up and leave because you (laughs) already had one strike with Scarface Wendy darling light of my life I'm not gonna hurt you you didn't let me finish my sentence oh I I said I'm not gonna hurt you I'm just (laughs) gonna bash your brains in I'm gonna bash them right the fuck in (laughs) the shining Jack Torrance from the shining Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah Jack Torrance from the shining I that was one of that is one of my favorite movies of all time I love that movie So you got to, you got to give me a second to give my argument on why I'm picking Jack. So obviously I don't want him to kill little Danny. You're rooting for Danny to make it through the maze and, you know, psych him out and stuff. But honestly, like when he's going up against Wendy, like I just, I didn't care. I was like, okay, do it, dude. Like I'm, I'm, I'm here for you. You know, the most (laughs) iconic scene in the movie, here's Johnny. Like after that, like, you're like, all right, get through that door. Like, (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's me i'm sick i don't know but jack torrance uh is definitely one of the most memorable villains for me
1: yeah that's that's yeah that's a pretty interesting pick um
0: yeah because i mean he starts out so normalish you know he's he's just a normal dad but you know isolation makes him crazy yeah um did you like dr sleep i liked it obviously the way I just talked about The Shining, it's not it did not replace The Shining for me, but I liked it. It it was a little bit too long, a little bit too slow. And The Shining's also a long movie, but with The Shining, there was a lot more backdrop, I guess, to it. And with Dr. Sleep, I, I don't know. Dr. Sleep was good. I liked it. I, I didn't get yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Um, I've read both of the books.
0: They're they're pretty good too. Um I've read The Shining. Uh, I have not read Doctor Sleep, though. It's a good one.
2: I actually like Doctor Sleep more than The Shining.
0: Really? Interesting. Okay. I
1: didn't want to say that, but since he said it, I liked Doctor Sleep <laughs> as well.
0: Really? You liked it more? I, I, okay, so now I, can we pause from the villains? Can you guys, like, explain?
1: Yeah. Um, Do you want me to go first, Jared? Or do you want to go first? You go ahead. Um, I don't know. So it's after I read The Shining book, I see what Stephen King meant about not liking Stanley Kubrick's version. So, cause it's different. I wish that it's, it has some of the similar stuff but I wish they stuck to the book more and I'm not always like that, but I don't know why. I just thought that the book would have been so cool on screen. Um, like I liked the miniseries, The Shining. I, I thought that that was good cause that's really faithful to the book pretty much. Um, and then I, then I read Dr. Sleep. I love Dr. Sleep, the
0: book. So Dan has one more, he told me. So why don't we all give one more? And then I have a couple honorable mentions, but we don't have to spend time like talking about them like we have been.
1: I've, I, I know it's another MCU one, but I would say Loki. And um, I'm not even as big of a Loki fan as a lot of people are, but I, I do like him and I like Tom Hiddleston. I think he does a good job, but it, it's because there is good in him, especially after the Loki show, you kind of see more of it. Uh, I think you see t- too much. It's almost on un- like because that show is supposed to be right after he tried to take over New York and Avengers. And then he seemed to get nice too quick. But but anyway, um, I still, you know, you still kind of root for him because he's he's like the anti-hero, anti-villain. Uh, but yeah, no, that's that would be my last pick, I think.
0: Yeah, you're definitely rooting for Loki. Uh, even before Loki, like he's such a lovable character, like people literally yeah. love Loki and the the reason why i think he was so nice so quick and loki is because of love you know he he fell for sylvie so you know that that's why he uh that's why he became so nice so quick i think it's because yeah of
1: plus he saw his life
2: so, so
0: and he saw his he life yeah. yes
2: he saw his life and
0: yes i forget did he see he saw himself die did he see Asgard's getting destroyed or no
2: I think um, right um I mean it makes. I probably would
0: I Yeah can't I remember know. I just remember that he saw himself being choked by Thanos I, that's all I remember that
1: And then I think he saw Thor hug him after that so I so that probably helps even more Yeah um,
0: Solid pick yeah uh Jared you got one more
2: sure do i'm going with the Stay puffed marshmallow man from ghostbusters because like how can you hate that character he's a giant walking marshmallow like he doesn't get much more awesome than that like come on even the way that uh stands describes him he goes i try to think of something from my childhood something that always made me happy mr Stay puffed you know it's a he has no intent. Well, actually, I, I guess he kind of does. But, you know, he's got such a nice smile on his face. You know, you just got to love this guy. You know, he's just such yeah. a hilarious, awesome villain. And he dies. And I actually am kind of sad that he dies. Like, that poor man gets turned into mush, literally. And I feel my heart goes out to him every single time.
0: I love how out of the box you were thinking for this. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the promo of the new Ghostbusters with the little tiny mini state Marsh- Marshmallow Man?
2: See, he's such a popular character, they had to keep bringing him back.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's going to sell a lot of merchandise. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Just,
0: like, just like with Baby Groot, I think. Yeah. Uh,
2: they're counting on a resurgence, for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I have one more, and then I have a couple honorable mentions, but for the one more that I have, if you guys have seen this movie we can discuss it for a quick second but it's another one that has to do with mental health and there is no way you guys will ever have guessed this have you guys seen me myself and irene yeah so my pick is going to be hank so that's uh charlie okay so i'm throwing a lot of names at you jared because you haven't seen the movie so jim carrey plays a character named charlie all right super nice guy he's a dad all that stuff highway patrolman whatever But he gets stepped on his whole life, kind of like the Joker. He gets stepped on, and he just has a breaking point. So he has a split personality, and his alter ego is Hank. So when he becomes Hank, he doesn't let anyone step all over him, and he makes the rules. So throughout the movie, he, like, forgets his medicine. It's like a road trick movie, and he forgets his medicine. So between the movie he'll be himself and then all of a sudden he snaps and he becomes Hank and Jim Carrey is able to switch those personas so beautifully and so hilariously. It's such an underrated comedy, I think. I never hear anyone talking about it. It's one of my favorite comedies. It's hilarious. It's from the Fairley Brothers.
1: Yeah, I have to rewatch it. I haven't seen it in a while, but I have to rewatch it. I've been wanting to rewatch it.
2: That definitely sounds like a good, like a funny movie. Sounds like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So yeah, I'll definitely go ahead and check it
0: out. It kind of, it kind of is like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. So Hank is trying to get rid of Charlie pretty much so that he's Hank all the time. But yeah, it's dude, it's hilarious if you haven't seen it. So a couple honorable mentions that, you know, we don't really have to sit here and discuss because we're running low on time, but I'm just going to throw them at you just so you just for the heck of it. An honorable mention I picked Beetlejuice. I picked Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore. <laughs> I picked Bodie from Point Break, played by Patrick Swayze. And Henry Hill, played by Ray Liotta in Goodfellas. That's another one where it's kind of like Scarface, where like the whole entire movie is him like having this power and, you know, doing all these horrible things and stuff. You guys have seen Goodfellas, right?
2: No. Goodfellas.
0: Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> I haven't seen Goodfellas. I haven't seen no, Goodfellas. Oh, Wait, oh, you you're serious? being serious? I
2: was, I was kidding. Yeah, you haven't, you actually haven't seen
1: it. No, um, I'm not a big a mob person or like a, you know, a, I'm not a big mob movie guy um, right now. I'm trying to get more into. I haven't seen The Godfather's.
0: Uh, oh man, you got to get on I'm there. Per, I'm
1: pretty. Yeah, and I, I, on you. I own The Godfather's. I own Scarface. Um, I don't think I own Goodfellas, but um.
0: That is one that you need to buy. That is a good one.
1: Yeah, I want to get more into the mob genre, but yeah.
0: All right. Well, if we are done talking about villains, if anyone else has an honorable mention, you you go ahead and throw it out. But if no one does, then we are actually going to let our guest have this week's movie recommendation. But if you guys have an honorable mention real quick, like I had, go ahead and throw that out.
2: Yeah, I've got one. I'll go with um Adrian Tombs, the vulture from Spider Man Homecoming. Because he's another villain that you can understand why he does what he does. And he also isn't that really that malicious, honestly. Like, yeah, he does bad stuff, but he's not like he's not like a villain villain. Like he's just a guy who's just trying to make it in the world too.
1: Yes, I agree with that. Yep, that was I, a good... That's a yeah. good pick.
0: Dan, yeah. do you have any last minute honorable mentions? Um No,
1: I'm trying to think. Yeah, no, I don't think I do right now. Um.
0: Yeah. No. Okay, that's fine. The picks that you did pick were excellent, so that's all good. Um, we're going to move into the movie recommendation. So, Dan, what do you what do you have for us? So this one's like
1: brand new. I just did a um, review on it, and you did too. um Cop Shop. I actually really recommend that. It's a fun time at the movie theaters. It's just it's just a fun movie, and it's pretty well made too. It's a surprise, like because I barely heard anything about it before that. And then I went into it and
0: I had fun time. I'm definitely going back to see Cop Shop. You know what? Now that you think about it, (laughs) I'm not doing anything tonight. I might go watch it tonight. (laughs) That was I didn't see one trailer going into this movie. It was so it was such a surprise, Jared. If you haven't seen it, please go see it. You don't gotta do a review on it, but just go see it. Yeah yeah it, i'm, I'm yeah, glad that, that you good. that you enjoyed it as much as i did dan
1: yeah yeah it was a good one
0: all right well um jared i did the opening why don't you do the closing for us and make sure that uh dan plugs his channel a little bit
2: absolutely Yeah, so this is the end of the episode for the Only Film Fans podcast. Uh, Like I said, Brad sadly cannot be here today, so I'm sure he'll be back for the next episode. So I'm Jared from Jared Talk Cinema. That's my YouTube channel. That's also where you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. It's a little bit different. On Twitter, you can find me at Hot Sauce Hour Ago.
1: Nice. Uh, So I'm Dan from The Upside Dan. And... Yeah, I just like to, I like reviewing movies, talking about movies, doing stuff like this too. It's, it's really fun and definitely check out all three of these guys, Brad's not here, but all three other channels, they do, they, they put out some really good content and then go subscribe to me as well. And on, I'm on Instagram at the Upside Down 93 I'm pretty um, active on Instagram the most, I mean, I, I kind of just posted on all my social medias, but Instagram, I, I am really focused on, and of course my YouTube channel. Thank you everyone.
0: Uh, one more thing before I close out that I want you to plug if you can and talk about, do you have any behind the scenes for the cinema squad when you guys are coming back? Cause you guys just had your season fi- final of that. And if people who are listening to this don't know about the cinema squad, can you tell us about that real quick?
1: Yes. Uh, so the cinema squad is this really cool group of people And we include like everyone that watches, they're part of it. I love that they get in the live chat. So we just had our season finale of shooting the shit and where we literally just drink and talk and shoot the shit. And um, it's with me, it's Jonathan from Man of Movies, it's Sean from Lost in the Real, Jace from Virgin of a Car, Joe from Kiki Hijinks, and Anthony from Fever Dreamland Theater. And I definitely recommend you check all their channels out as well. They're really talented content creators, and I'm not just biased. I love I love this community. I think um, this community as a whole, everyone on this podcast, I think we just do a really good job, and we're all supportive of each other. Uh, I so definitely check out all of that. And yeah, check out the Cinema Squad. We we mentioned it at the season finale, but we have a Halloween um, live special come out coming out um, October 29th, Friday, October 29th. So that should be really fun. We're going to do some costume contests, I bet, and stuff like that. And we should be returning with Shooting the Shit Season 2 after that. So, yeah, definitely check that out.
0: Okay, so pretty much in a month, you guys yep. will return. Yes. Okay. All right, well, my name is Trace. I'm with the YouTube channel Pierce Productions. Brad, if you're listening to this, uh, we missed you. But uh, until then, Dan, thank you so much for being on. This was such a pleasure to have you on and we couldn't have done it without you. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, of course. I had a, I had a really fun time.
0: And Brad, I miss you as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jared does not miss you, Brad. <laughs> yeah,
2: <Thank> you, Brad. <laughs> All
0: right, everybody. Thank you for listening and take care.